You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Kayo ba umaasa na magkakabonus kayo? Sino ang nananampalataya? Taas ang kamay. Yan, okay. Sa mga nagtatrabaho, okay, yung mga nagtatrabaho, <laughs> yung walang trabaho, ewan ko magkakabonus kayo, no? Pero sa mga nagtatrabaho, given na yun, meron tayong tinatawag na 13-month pay. Okay? At uh, just for your information, that is low full. Dahil nasa batas natin yon Kapag kayong employer nyo, hindi nagbibigay ng 13-month pay, hindi nagiging lawful yung operations ninyo. Okay? Of course, siyempre, buwan-buwan, aside sa salary na tinatanggap mo, pagdating ng December, or misal katapusan pa lang ng November, binibigay na yung 13-month pay. And that is just, that is being fair, that is being just. Lalo na kung hindi mas mababa sa minimum yung inyong tinatanggap. Okay? Do you agree with that? Pero yung bonus, it is the prerogative of the boss. Okay? Prerogative yun kung how much. Okay? Eh, nasa sa kanya yun. Kung kailan niya ibibigay, nasa sa kanya yun. It, it can be in the form of cash or it can be in the form of uh, goods. Baring pwedeng bigas o kaya ham. Nasa sa kanya yun. Okay? Na kung kayo ay halimbawang tumanggap kayo ng bonus na ganyan, Matutuwa ho ba kayo? Parang ano eh, malungkot pa rin kayo. Okay? Ganyan ang reaction ninyo. Tama ba? Talagang may bonus eh. Okay. Halimbawa, okay, nakita nagpapamigay na ng bonus. Tapos nakita ninyo yung co-employees ninyo, nagbibilang, ganyan kakapal yung perang binibigay. Ay, ano, binigay sa kanya, pagkatapos eh, you are just the same level na pareho kayong empleyado. Okay, ganyan yung nakita nyo sa kamay niya, binibilang niya. Wow! So, inaasahan mo, ikaw, ganyan din siguro ang ibibigay sa akin. Okay, kaya naman, kung mas matagal kang empleyado, maaaring niya sabihin mo, ay, mas matagal akong empleyado eh. So, palagay ko, mas higit pa dyan ang aking tatanggapin. Tama ba? Common mindset. Paano kung tinanggap mong bonus, eh, ganyan lang. Nagkamali yata. Kulang ng zero. Bakit yung isang tag- isang libo, Ito, may tag-iisandaan, tapos mayroon pang nahalong 20. Ano ang mararamdaman nyo? Malulungkot kayo? Ha? Magagalit pa kayo? Ha? Sabi may favoritism si boss eh. Siguro ganyan ang itsura ninyo, no? Ha? Kung hindi kayo malulungkot, siguro magagalit kayo. But you have to remember, bonus is the prerogative of the boss. Okay? Wala yan sa batas. Ang bonus ay depende kung ang iyong boss ay generous. But let me tell you this. Do you know what? God is not just fair and just. God is also generous. And today we are going to talk about the generous grace of God that we need, we need to have the proper understanding of the generous grace of God. Not only that we understand but we identify that what we are receiving is actually grace. And we know that we define grace as unmerited favor, something that we have not worked for, and yet God is giving it to us on His own divine prerogative. Amen? And when yung acronym na grace, when we talk about the redemption of Jesus Christ, we say it's God's redemption at Christ's expense. 
depends. Ni-redeem tayo ng Panginoon. Wala tayong binarayaran. Si Jesus yung nagbayad. Kaya God's redemption at Christ's expense. Yan pong pag-uusapan natin sa oras na ito as we discuss the parable of the laborers. Tumuyo po tayong lahat at simulan po nating basahin ng Matthew chapter 20 beginning verse 1 up to 16. Medyo may kahabaan po ito. So hang on with me. Alright ba? Sabayan po ninyo kung bumasa. Okay? Beginning verse 1 of Matthew chapter 20. 1, 2, 3. For the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to them he said, You go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us, he said to them. You go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when those hired came first, they thought they would receive more. But each of them also received a denarius. And on leaving it, they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, These last work only one hour. And you have made them equal to us who have been born the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to them, to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with that what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge by generos- my generosity? So the last will be first, and the first last. Let's bow down our head and let us close our eyes. Lord, we seek for your grace. We seek for the divine illumination of your word. And even as we study your word, you, enable, you will enable us to understand your word and apply it into our lives. Panginoon, bigyan mo po kami ng tamang pananaw sa kung ibig sabihin ng mayaman mong biyaya sa buhay ng bawat isa sa amin. Salamat sa iyong kabutihan, salamat sa kaligtasan, sa lahat ng pagpapala mo, Panginoon. At hayaan mo magkaroon kami ng tamang attitude sa aming puso patungkol sa iyong biyaya sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen and Amen. So katulad ng nasabi ko kanina, pag-aaralan po natin is about the generous grace of God. For us to identify and for us, not just to identify, but to understand the real meaning of grace. Kadalasan kasi pagka narinig nyo yung salitang grace, ang iniisip lang ninyo material things. But actually, grace is really the ultimate redemption that we receive from Jesus Christ out of His death and resurrection from the cross of Calvary. We are not worthy of our salvation, and yet God gave it to us at the expense of Jesus Christ. So we receive that grace. Do you agree? Praise God and we thank God for the grace that we receive from Him. Kaya naman dito sa parabol nating pag-aaralan, 
Okay, inahalintulad ang kingdom of heaven sa isang master na lumabas ng kanyang bahay sa early in the morning at siya ay nagkuha ng mga manggagawa, laborers, for his vineyard. Now, yung unang tinawag niya, sabi ron, after agreeing with the laborers for a denarius, a day, he sent them into his vineyard. Now, dito po makikita natin later on as we study yung iba't ibang responses ng tao sa grace ni Lord. Unfortunately, makikita natin mamaya yung mga maling response nila sa biyaya ng Panginoon. And that is their failure to walk in the grace of God. And with the more reason we are not glor- we are not honoring God in everything that we have in our lives. Now, dito po makita natin yung isang master nagkaroon ng kasunduan doon sa mga unang batch ng mga laborers at nagkaisa sila o, o nag-agree sila sa denarius. Okay? Now, ang isa pong denarius ay katumbas ng isang buong araw na sweldo ng isang sundalo. Okay? Ibig sabihin, sila po ay hindi naman sundalo, sila ay laborers. Ibig sabihin, yung one denarius na babayad sa kanila is already a generous wage. Okay? Adyan po kayo. Okay. So, could you imagine, hindi ka naman sundalo, hindi ka nag-training, laborer ka, pero ang ibinibigay sa iyo ng sweldo sa buong araw na pagtatrabaho ay one denarius. That's already a generous offer. So, of course, yan, that's generous yun. Pumayag sila na mag-work. Mayroong kontrata. Nagkasundo sila. Now, itong master na to, lumabas siyang muli on the third hour. He saw others standing idle in the marketplace. So, on the third hour, lumabas siyang muli. Kumuha siya na naman ng panibagong batch ng mga magtatrabaho sa kanyang vineyard. At ang sabi niya, you go into the vineyard too and whatever is right, I will give you. So, maaaring hindi sila whole day magtatrabaho, okay? Pero, sabi ng, ang tiwala nila is, yung sinabi ng master, whatever is right, say, right. Whatever is right, I will give you. I would like somehow to commend this master because he was so committed to give what was right for, for the people. Now, analyze natin yung mga susunod pa na mga eksena and I made it simple using this chart. Okay? Dahil before the third hour, may una siyang kinuntrata at nagkasundo sila na sa loob ng isang araw, babayaran sila ng one denarius. Okay? Now, on the third hour, lumabas uli siya, I will, I'm going to give you what is right. And on the sixth hour, according to what we have read a while ago, lumabas muli siya at nagkuha na naman ng panibagong batch na magtatrabaho sa kanya. Okay? And then on the ninth hour, lumabas uli siya, at saka on the eleventh hour, lumabas uli siya para manguha ng mga manggagawa. Now, in simple terms, masimplihin po natin. Yung third hour means 9 a.m. So, hindi ko alam anong eksaktong oras sila tinawag, pero before 9 a.m., yung unang batch. Yung pangalawa ay tinawag ng eksaktong 9 a.m. 9 a.m. silang nagsimulang magtrabaho. At yung sixth hour means 12 noon. At yung ninth hour means 3 p.m. At yung eleventh hour ay 5 p.m. Now, tanong nyo sa akin, anong oras yung kanilang time out? 6 p.m. Okay? So, merong nagtrabaho, ibig sabihin, ng mas maraming oras. May nagtrabaho ng higit sa walong oras, 
may nagtrabaho ng 8 hours, may nagtrabaho ng 5 hours, may nagtrabaho ng 3 hours, at may nagtrabaho lang ng isang oras. Okay. Now, ang sabi puro sa verse ating binasa, sa so may verse 8, And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages beginning with the last up to the first. Baliktad. Ang unang babayaran, yung nahuli. Ibig sabihin, yung nagsimula ng 5 p.m., yung unang binayaran. Okay. Magkano ang ibinayad sa kanya? One denarius. Is that a generous offer? Or is just a generous wage? Right? Dapat, nagsimula ka, kahit man lang sana alas 9, bago ko bayaran ng one denarius. Pero isang oras lang nagtrabaho, binayaran ng one denarius. Now, ang tanong ko, kung kayo yung taong tinawag na nauna, ano ang nasa isipan ninyo? Mas malaki ang ibibigay sa inyo. Tama? Pero, ang usapan ninyo, one denarius sa buong araw na pagtatrabaho ninyo. Whether that is 8 or to 9 hours. Yun ang inyong kontrata. Yung iba, wala silang kontrata. Basta sinabi lang, whatever is right, I will give you. Pero ako naniniwala, hindi lamang generous yung master. Matalino din siya at nag-iisip. Tama ba? Inaobserbante niya marahil kung paano nagtatrabaho yung mga workers. Tinitignan niya marahil. Marahil pagka nakatingin siya, abay, sumisipag. Pero pagka hindi siya nakatingin, pwede hindi rin naman sumisipag. Maaaring yung break ay eh, hinahabaan. Okay? Now, Marahil, ito naman ay speculation ko lang dahil hindi naman po nakasulat sa Bible. Bakit kaya binigyan ng one denarius yung isang oras lang nagtrabaho? Okay? Di ba dapat, ano yan, di-divide mo sa kung nine hours or eight hours, di-divide mo sa nine o kaya sa eight. Tama mo ba? Kasi isang oras lang naman siya nagtrabaho. Maybe the master saw something that he failed to see on others, especially doon sa mga nagsimula. Marahil kahit naisip siguro nung nagtrabaho na ng 5pm, sabi niya, isang oras na lang may bibigay ko, ibigay ko na itong best ko. Wala nang pahipahinga ito. Maaaring ganun. I'm speculating. But maybe, nakita ng master, yung attitude at sipag ng taong nagtrabaho na ito, kahit isang oras lang siyang nagtrabaho. Okay? And maybe, yung na-accomplish niya, ay di, katulad din ng na-accomplish nung nagsimula, ng before 9 a.m. Posible ba yun? Eh, kung yung nagsimula, ipapetik-petik eh. Sabi niya, hindi ba? Eh, ngayon lang naman ako, isang araw lang naman ako. Petik-petik, bakit ko papaguri ng sarili ko? Mahaba pa ang laban. Diba? Samantalang siya, isang oras na natitira sa kanya, marahil. Okay? Mas marami siyang natrabaho. O kaya sabi mo, katumbas lang yung natrabaho niya, yung nagsimula. So, if you are to base it on productivity, or if you base it on character, if you base it on attitude, working attitude, ay eh nakita na he deserves to have a one denarius. But nevertheless, kung tutuusin nyo, hindi pa rin niya deserving yung one denarius. Una, isang oras lang siyang nagtrabaho. At pangalawa, sweldo ng isang sundalo, ang isang denarius, na dapat sa laborer ay mas mababa pa. Okay? Now, pinatawag na ngayon at binayaran siya ng one denarius, pero... Ito ang kagulat-gulat dahil yung ibinayad doon sa mga unang hinayar at yung makasucceeding ay is also one denarius. Kung kayo yung unang nag-work, anong sasabihin ninyo? 
Is it fair or unfair? Ha? Fair? Sino nagsasabing fair? Taas ang kamay. Ah, so, sa ibig sabihin, sinasabi niyo unfair. So, inaakusahan niyo si Lord unfair. Ha? Because the master here somehow represents Jesus Christ and we are the workers or the laborers in the vineyard of the Lord. Okay? So, yan, hindi lang sweldo yan. Para sa kailan, maaaring kasama na dyan, pati bonus eh. Okay? It is in the prerogative of the owner of the master to give his money regardless of the amount to those whom he feels to be deserving. Prerogative na yun. Adyan po ba kayo? Halimbawa ako, may binigay akong pera. Halimbawa sa mga itong na, mga naggagandaang mga dilag dito. Okay. May binigyan ako sa kanila ng isang libo. Dapat bang magalit yung katabi niya dahil hindi ko binigyan? Parang hindi kayo makakibo. Okay, magalala, hindi ko kayo bibigyan. Example lang ito, example. Okay? Eh, prerogative ko yun eh. Maring na-bless ako dahil sa kanila, siya lang hindi natutulog. Halimbawa, sa preaching, ha? Diba? So, binigyan ko sa liwa, walang karapatan na magreklamo because that's my money. At baka pag nakita nyo, baka pati kayo magreklamo. Today, we are going to talk about the wrong responses to God's grace. So many people fail to experience more of God's grace because they have wrong responses to the grace of God in their lives. And we are going to look at the three spirit that that I should say is a wrong response to God's grace. First is the spirit of entitlement. Second, the spirit of discontentment. And the spirit of envy. And by looking at these wrong responses, we will be able to identify what is the right response to the grace of God. Amen. So pinag-aaralan natin yung maling response nila para makita natin kung ano yung tamang response dapat. Amen? Okay. Now let's go first to the spirit of entitlement. Okay. Doon po sa Matthew chapter 20 verse 9 to 10, okay? Alam natin na mayroong kasunduan, okay, na magbabayad ng tama. Yung master. Now, sabi ron, and when those hired about the 11th hour came each of them receive a denarius. Now, when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more. But each of them also received a denarius. Sabi ron, they thought they would receive more. Meron silang kontrata na babayaran sila ng one denarius in a day. Nung makita nila, one denarius yung binaya doon sa isang oras lang na nagtrabaho, sabi nila, umasa sila. Sabi nila, siguro mas malaki yung ibibigay sa amin. They thought, hindi sila masaya sa kanilang reaction. Bakit sila hindi masaya? Because they had a wrong expectation. And they felt that they are more entitled. They are entitled to a greater amount because the person who worked just for an hour received also one denarius. So sa kanila, inisip na dapat mas malaki sa amin. Okay? They thought they would receive more. Now, sa buhay natin, minsan, as people of God, whether you are working outside or maybe you are uh, serving here in the ministry, nagkakaroon tayo ng spirit of entitlement which is actually a wrong response to the grace of God. Where is grace there? Una, wala silang trabaho. Tinawag sila, binigyan sila ng trabaho. Tama ho ba? Yun ay biyaya ng Diyos. Tama? 
Grace na yon ng master sa kanila. Tinawag sila at pagkatapos nun ay sinuweldoan sila ng katumbas ng sweldo ng isang sundalo. And that is a generous compensation. At dapat ay matuwa sila sa bagay na yon. Now, sa church natin, alam nyo minsan, magkakarta tayo ng spirit of entitlement. Pagpasok natin doon, pagpasok mula natin doon, pag hindi natin naupuan yung favorite seat natin every Sunday, minsan nagtatampo tayo doon sa Asher. Minsan nagagalit tayo. Tama ba? Kung kayo dumadalo ng 3pm, pagka late kayong dumating, it could either two things ang mararanasan nyo, maring nakatayo na kayo, wala na kayong upuan, o kaya hindi na kayo papapasukin, lalo na pagkapuno na ito. Kaya huwag na ho kayo lumipat, dito na kayo sa 1. Okay? Kasi yung service ko sa 3pm, eh lagi yung sumusobra. Kaya minsan, may mga nagtatampo dahil hindi namin pinapapasok dahil fire hazard. Okay? But when you have the spirit of entitlement, magagalit ka. Na late ka lang nga, ikaw pang galit. Bato-bato sa langit ha. Sana po malakas yung pagkakatama ng bato. Para magigising tayo. Okay? At pagka hindi ka nakaupo sa favorite seat mo, tatampo ka. Pag hindi ka nakaupo, parang hindi ka masaya ng service na yun. Para bang ang pinunta mo rito, ay yung upuan, hindi si Lord. Di ba? Kaya alam nyo, yung iba nagdadala ng folding, ano eh, ng folding chair para may sarili siya. Kahit anong oras siya dumating, kahit closing prayer, meron siya. Okay? Sometimes we feel entitled na dapat masatisfy ako dapat sa service, kaya dapat maganda ang praise and worship. Dahil kung hindi, hindi ako magbibigay ng aking tithes and offering. Kinakalang, parang ginagawang, ano ba yun, parang sine. Parang, parang, parang gano'n, no? Buti pa nga sa sine, maagang dumadating yung mga tao, tapos tinatapos yung pelikula. Ay, misa sa worship service natin, like yung mga late na dumating, yun din ang mga naunang lumabas. Nagmamadali pa. Without giving due respect to the solemnity of the service. Because we come into this place not because of the place. We come here because of Jesus. Amen. And we give ourselves, we give our time to Jesus, not to the pastor, not to the people around. Every act that we do is an act of worship. Even the time you spend. Okay? When we give, ibigay na natin ang todo. Anyway, once a week lang ho tayo nagkakaroon ng worship service natin. Now, pag may spirit of entitlement ka, lalo na pagka ikaw ay i-disciple, ikaw pa yung nagpapakipot. <laughs> Para bang utang ng loob ng mga tao magdi-disciple sa'yo, yung kanilang gagawin. Samantalang yung magdi-disciple sa'yo, ikatulad mo rin, volunteers, gumagasta ng sariling pamasahe, at minsan pag ginakla sa Starbucks, ang gusto mo ititreat ka, gusto mo yung malaki pa. <laughs> ililibre ka na nga, ang order mo pa yung malaki. Because you feel you are entitled. Dinidisciple mo ako. Sagasa na ho ito. Ha? Eh, linggo-linggo kayo nag-meet. Bisa mamimili ka pa. Pwede ba shakies naman? But let me tell you, who do you think is more blessed? The one who receives or the one who blesses? It's the blesser. Yung nag, nagsasakripisyo siya. And when I was starting here in Victory, I had experienced several times na pagkadating ko doon sa may venue na kung saan magmimit kami, bigla makakareceive ako ng text na sabi niya, I'm not available today. Is e Ortigas yun. Nanggagaling ako ng sukat. Ay, e minsan, gagamitin ko yung, pupunta lang ako doon, 
Wala naman akong supposed to be pasok. Pumunta lang ako. Pumunta ako para lang sa discipleship. Tapos sasabihin, I'm not available today. Mukha akong lantang gulay, uuwi. Maliban pa sa ginastos ko sa pamasahit dahil sa nagutom ako. Siyempre, u-order ako. So, when you have the spirit of entitlement, gusto mo ikaw yung pinaglilingkuran. Are you there? Gusto mo lagi ikaw ang binibless. Imbis na ikaw yung nagbibless, ikaw yung nagiging pagpapala, ikaw yung nagiging pagpagaan, ikaw pa yung nagiging pabigat. In so many instances, not only, I'm talking, and I'm not only talking in church, but I'm talking in general, even in, in a relationship, na misan yung mga kalalakihan, yung mga asawang lalaki, dahil sila nagtatrabaw gusto nila, parang alipin nila yung kanilang mga asawang babae, and they think they are entitled to it. Napagka hindi masarap, magagalit sila. May karapatan akong magalit, dahil ako nagsusupply sa'yo ng perang pambili at pangluto. When you have that spirit, it's not good. Hindi mo ma-appreciate yung mga bagay na meron ka, kundi ang makikita mo yung laging gusto mo pa ng marami. Higit pa. Now, there are dangers of having the spirit of entitlement. First is, when you, you will become unappreciative of others' goodness. A person with that spirit will not appreciate others' people's goodness to him. Kahit na may magandang bagay na ginagawa, nagregalo, bakit ito lang? Hindi ko naman tungkulin regaluhan kayo. <laughs> Di ba? Hindi, hindi mo ma-appreciate yung bagay na ginagawa sa'yo because you think you are entitled to it. Dapat lang niya akong i-bless. Amen. Another thing is you look down on, you, you look only on your own interest. Ang isang taong may spirit of entitlement, his interest lang ang kanyang tinitignan. Hindi niya, wala siyang pakialam sa iba, amalaga siya. Kasi iniisip niya, entitled ako dito eh. Nandiyan po ba kayo? Yung isang taong may spirit of entitlement will look down on others because they think they are far better and more honorable than the rest. Kaya mahirap mo magkaroon ng spirit of entitlement. Uh, dyan ba sa alabang, pagka in-invite ba ako, tumalaba ako ng worship service dyan, may food ba dyan? Baka wala. O, hindi na ako dadalo. One time, when I was not yet assigned here, we had this experience na talagang dami hong dumadalo sa church na kinakailangan namin magsara na dahil nagiging fire hazard. And so, the first time that we did it, okay, Lumabas yung isang pastor namin para magpaliwanag doon sa mga tao. Pasensya na po kayo dahil talaga pong nagkakapalitan na po ng muka doon sa loob. Puno na po tayo at magiging fire hazard. Talaga po kahit papasukin namin kayo, hindi na po talaga kaya. May isa taong nagsalita, isang lalaki. Sabi niya, nagbibigay ako ng aking tithing offering there. Bakit ayaw niyo kami papasukin? Tapang. Sabi nga, yung pastor parang gusto nang malaglag yung bunga. Sinasalo na lang niya eh. Sabi niya, ay, pasensya na ho kayo. Talagang puno na ho talaga tayo. Meron pa naman tayong susunod na service. Magkantay lang po tayo ng konti at mauuna ho kayo naming papasukin. Sabi niya, abay kung ganyan kayo, lilipat na ako ng church. Lilipat na ako. Nagbangkit pa siya ng pangalan ng church. Ay nainis na yung pastor natin. Okay, sabi niya, ah, ganun ho ba? Sige po, bilisan ho ninyo. Uh, punta ho kayo, baka makahabol pa ho kayo sa service. Maluwag ho sila. Ito kasi puno na. See? Pinakikiusapan mo na, it's something that we have to manage dahil hindi mo naman kontrolado talaga every Sunday kung ilan ang pupunta. Amen ba? 
Kasi marami pag mga kristyano, pagka nagising sila, at maganda yung gising nila, dadalo sila ng church. Kaya dumadaming bigla. Okay? Pero pagka napuyat yan dahil nanood ng Hinebra, o kaya napuyat yan dahil nagparty, I'm not feeling well. Hindi ako pupunta sa church. So maluwag yung church. Okay? So, ito po ang pangani once you have the spirit of entitlement. Rather than appreciating what you have, not what you do not have. If you don't have that spirit, you will start walking on the grace of God and you will not feel entitled, but you will humble yourself because you will not look up yourself higher than others. If others are making some sacrifices, you must also learn how to sacrifice. Kung ikaw ay nasa transaction sa gobyerno at yung iba'y nakapila, wag kang sisingit because you feel entitled ka eh. Dapat mauna ko. Mas gwapo ko sa kanila. Pumila ka din dahil lahat ay nakapila. Now, Paul gave us a good attitude para wag maging malaya tayo sa spirit of entitlement. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of the others. So, ano sinasabi ron? How to overcome it? Humility. In humility, value others above yourselves. So, hindi laging ikaw, ako, ako. Kasi kahit sa mag-asawa, ganun eh. Ako ang tama, pastor. Siya ang mali. So, sa lahat ng kwento, ikaw na lang yung tama. O, pagka si Lord kumilos, baka ikaw naman ang tamaan. <laughs> Dahil ikaw laging tama. Masabi, in humility, value others above yourselves. Kasi as human beings, we have part of our sinful nature is yung tayo lagi. Ustertin tayo, tayo, tayo napiplease, tayo pinapalakpakan, tayo pinupuri, tayong pinagsaserban. We have that tendency because of our human nature. But now that we are believers, we have to change our mindset. Amen. How can I be a blessing to this person? Malungkot siya, how can I encourage him? And let me tell you, if you live your life in that way, magiging maligaya kayo. Dahil mas masaya yung ikaw ang nagiging pagpapala kaysa ikaw yung pinagpapala. Amen. Yung pinagpala ka, masaya rin yun. Pero mas masaya kapag ikaw ang nasa posisyon na magpala, mag-encourage, at tumulong sa iba. Amen. Now, another thing, yung pagpapakumbaba po ay isa dyang napakahalaga sa atin bilang mana ng palataya because may tendency na o magilid ito na laging ikaw yung pagpaparaya. Okay? Akala ng iba dahil nagparaya ka, mas mapalad sila. But before the eyes of our master who watches us day and night seeing our attitude, people may not see our attitude in our character, but God can see it. He's always watching us, will be the one to reward us. The reward that man can give to us is limited. But the reward that God can give us is certainly generous because God is a generous giver. Amen? Praise God. Now, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 7 to 8, I, sabi ni Paul, sa mga taga-Ephesians, I became a servant. Say, servant. I became a servant. Hindi sinabing apostle. Hindi sabi niya, servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of His power. Although I am less than the least of all the people, the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ. Alam niyo ba sa Bible, Bible scholars would believe that somehow Paul is the greatest apostle in the New Testament. 
But let me tell you, he came in late. Para siya yung hinire ng 5 p.m. Bakit? Because he was not part of the original disciples of Jesus. Hindi siya kasama ro sa labindalawa. Okay? So, so si Judas nalaglag pa ron, hindi ba? Kasi si Judas nagudas. Okay. Si actually ang ipiniprepare talaga ni Jesus ay si Paul, yung pamalit ni Judas, hindi lang nakapag hindi lang nakapagantay yung mga uh, disciples ni Lord. Without them knowing it that Paul would become an apostle and would be the greatest apostle of all of them. Now, pero tingnan niyo yung attitude ni Paul. Sabi niya, I am less than the least, less na nga, least na nga, less pa sa list, okay, of the Lord's people. This grace was given me. Was Paul an apostle? Yeah. Apostle siya ng Panginoon. Kasabi ko nga, is greatest apostle siya in the New Testament eh. Pero hindi niya tinitignan yung sarili niyang the greatest. Ang tinitignan niya, niya sa kanyang sarili is less than the least of all the Lord's people. Hindi nga the Lord's apostle eh, the Lord's people. Kasi dati siyang persecutor. Nagpa, kumbaga inaaprubahan niya yung pagkakapagpapatay at pagpapakulong doon sa mga lingkod ng Diyos. So wala siyang may pagmalaki. Kaya nung tinawag siya ng Panginoon, he appreciated the grace of God in his life because he received something that he did not deserve. Amen? When you receive something that you don't really deserve, you will really be amazed on the grace of God. Ma-appreciate mo, then you will walk on the grace of God because you have the proper the proper understanding and you properly identified the generous grace of God. That's why Paul used by God more than any other apostles, especially when it comes to writing the Word of God. Now, we believe on the grace of God and we have received that grace in Christ Jesus. Maraming sabihin niyo, Pastor, alam mo, ako naniniwalang ligtas na ako ngayon. Kasi nung paman talagang bata ako, talagang mabait na ako eh. Hindi ako nagsisinungaling. Tsaka sabi ng mga magulang ko, ang cute-cute ko daw nung bata ako. Kaya hindi katakatakan ako eh, niligtas ni Lord. Tinawag niya talaga ako dahil talagang naman masunurin ako, hindi ako nagsisinungaling nung bata. Isn't that the way we look at ourselves instead of seeing ourselves as sinners worthy of God's punishment? We are actually worthy of going to hell because all have sins and fall short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death. But because of God's amazing grace, He called us. Kaya sabi minsan yung isang taong kriminal, adik, na born na ginabagong buhay at naging pastor, mas mataas yung kanyang papuri sa Diyos kaysa sa isang taong mayaman, mabait, tapos na born na gin. Sino sa palagay niyo mas may malaking pasasalamat sa Diyos? Yung taong higit na makasalanan bago siya nakakilala sa Panginoon. Amen. Dahil tinitignan yung sarili niya, wala na akong pag-asa eh, patapon na buhay ko eh. Kamuntik na nga akong matukhang. <laughs> Di ba? Pero, niligtas ako ni Lord. Patay na nga lahat yung mga barkada ko eh. Ako na lang natitira. Talagang He is going to appreciate the grace of God. Amen. Pagkumanta siya ng amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Malamang tumutulo pa yung luha niya. Amen. Because He appreciates the grace of God in His life from where He came from. Pero isang taong mabait, mayaman, naligtas siya, relax-relax, papetik-petik. Isa lagi pang late sa service. Walang ganong appreciation na iniisip niya. Eh, talaga naman karapat-dapat akong ligtas. If we are 
to be scrutinized in the eyes of the living God, all of us are actually doomed to hell. But because of His amazing grace, He saved us through Christ Jesus. Amen? Why don't we give Him praise? Another wrong response is having the spirit of discontentment. Sabi sa verse 11, And on receiving it, they grumbled to the master of the house. So sila ay, anong ibig sabihin ng grumble? Sila ay nagprotesta, nagcomplain sila. Bakit? One denarius lang tinanggap namin, katulad lang nung una, na huli ng tinawag. Bakit siya, one denarius, mas mahaba kami nagtrabaho, bakit one denarius din ang aming tinanggap? Sila ay may diskontento. Nagprotesta sila without them thinking na generous na nga yung tumanggap ka ng one denarius dahil yun ay isang sweldo ng isang sundalo, hindi ka naman sundalo. Now, I would like you to look at life in this way. Pag kalimbawa kayo nagtatrabaho, tumanggap kayo ng sweldo, una, maraming tinanggap niyo yung sweldo, eh, ayaw naman sa kontratang inyong yung pinirmahan, right? Nakita naman tayo tatanggap siya ng sweldo masama ang loob niya. Yeah, maraming ganun. Daming kaltas, may SS, may pag-ibig, oh. may tax pa, oh. Huh? Ibig sa pasalamatan si Lord, kung ano yung bagay na meron siya, hindi niya makita yon kasi discontento siya. Are you there? Pag tumanggap ng regalo, imbis na magpasalamat, ito lang. Ha? Nirigaluan ka, binilang ka ng cake dahil birthday mo. Uh, sa Bellevue ba binili ito? The mere fact na alala ka, magpasalamat ka. Andiyan po ba kayo? If there is, if you have the, the spirit of discontentment, may panganib ho eh. Okay. Ano ba yung mga panganib pagka may spirit of discontentment ka? Mahilig ka magreklamo. Hindi ka masaya, reklamo ka pa ng reklamo. Okay? Pangalat, pangalat, next is, hindi ka satisfied sa lahat ng bagay na binibigay sa'yo. Laging, iniisip mo pag may binigay sa'yo, laging kulang. God is a blesser, but sometimes God will give you just enough, and God will look at your attitude. Amen? Titignan niya how you would respond to the small things that God has given you. Although that small things you may not probably deserve, and yet God gave it to you. But God is going to look at your heart, because always, God looks at the heart. Kung marunong ka magpasalamat sa maliit, at marunong ka na appreciate yung maliit, and you are contented, because ang tiwala mo kay Lord, na kung si Lord nagbigay nito sa akin ngayon, bukas pwede na naman niya ako uling bigyan. Amen? That is when your faith would come in. Binigyan ka ni Lord, pambayad sa bahay, pambayad lang sa mga bills, at konti lang yung sobra para sa pagkain. If God has given you that, are you not believing that the following day, God can give you more? Sabi na, the greatest hindrance to our faith is the salary that we receive. Because yung, ah, yeah. <laughs> Alam nyo kung bakit? Because nakakonfine lang yung faith natin doon sa sweldo natin, ng blessing natin, hanggang doon lang sa sweldong tinatanggap natin. Hindi mo alam that God can give you more kahit hindi galing sa sweldo mo. Kung kuripot yung employer mo, God is a generous God, pwedeng manggaling ang blessing sa ibang paraan. Amen? You can never limit God. 
Okay? Yung sumakay ka. Biglang may nagbayad sa iyo. Inunahan ka ng bayad sa jeep. By blessing niyo ni, eh. eh pastor naman, magkano lang? 750 lang ito. <laughs> ay, kung hindi ka marunong magpasalamat doon, ay lalo hindi ka na. Parang sumakay ka taxi, biglang yung taxi, sabi, Sister, libre ka na. You see, nakalibre ka. God will never run out of means to provide for us. You just have to have the spirit of contentment in your heart. And you will also be ungrateful. Hindi ka marunong tumanaw ng utang ng loob, hindi ka marunong magpasalamat. It's because there is that spirit of discontentment. Paul again says to us in Philippians 4.12, I know what it is to be in need. Kayo ba, alam niyo ba yun? And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in, or in plenty or in want. Yung secret of being content. Alam nyo kung bakit sinasabi ni Paul ito? Dahil kahit si Paul gutom, kahit siya'y busog, kahit marami siya, kahit kaunti siya, masaya siyang naglilingkod sa Diyos at walang nakakahadlang sa kanyang desire and passion to serve God because hindi pera ang nagdedetermine ng kanyang joy, kundi ang kanyang Panginoon. Amen. Yun yung secret behind being content. Kasi pag hindi ka discontento, balit lang naman sweldo sa kampanya na ito. Papetik-petik ka magtrabaho. Wala yung boss, tulog muna tayo. Maapektuhan yung quality ng trabaho mo because you are not content with what you are receiving. But if you know that there is God who is your ultimate employer watching you, lagi kang magsisipag. Amen? At magugulat ka for all you know bilang ikaw na pala yung pre-nomote. Dahil nakikita pala sa CCTV, hindi mo alam may CCTV. Natutulog ka. Sarap ng tulog mo. Kaya sabi ng boss mo sa iyo, ah, siguro napuyat ka na, no? <laughs> o nga, hoy. Obvious, kitang-kita ko. Okay. Sa Hebrews 13.5 says, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Now, the third point is my, ito yung another wrong response, is the spirit of envy. Say envy. Sabi ng verse 12, saying, this last work only one hour, sabi naman nagre-reklamo, and you have made them equal to us who, bore, who have borne the burden of the day in the scorching heat. Bakit pinantay mo lang yung sweldo niya? Sa sweldo namin, samantala kami maghapon. Eh, di ba nagkasundo nga sila na one denarius a day? Tama. Dahil nakita nila na pare-parero sila, nagre-reklamo sila. Bakit naiinggit sila doon sa nagtrabaho na isang oras lang and yet receive the same amount? Now, sabi po ng master sa verse 13, but he replied to them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Isa rin hong dahil lang kung bakit maraming tao ay hindi nagiging masaya ay dahil sa kanilang inggit. Una, hindi sila masaya sa tinanggap nila. Pangalawa, hindi sila masaya doon sa nakatanggap ng higit. The real successful people are those who rejoice with the success of others. Kapag may binigyan mo, binigyan ka ni Lord ng avansa, matutuwa ba kayo binigyan kayo ni Lord ng avansa? Ha? 
Tapos yung kasama nyo na lagi yung kasama dyan sa church. Pero alam nyo, mas nanabor naging kayo sa kanya nung nag-pray siya ang binigay i-inova. Magiging maligaya ka ba para sa kanya? Pambihira, nauna ako na born again. pagka prison worship ka, mas mataas yung kamay kong ganyan eh. Sa gaganyan-ganyan lang yan eh. Tapos pareho lang kami nag-pray na sa sakin, sa kanya inoba ako, bansa? Adyan po ba kayo? Wala kang karapatang mahingit because it is in God's prerogative what to give you. Amen? Alam ng Diyos ang situation. All I know, my theology is this. God is fair and just and generous. No matter how we look at it, even if we say unfair, if you look at it in that angle, yes, unfair, that you are not supposed to have even an abansa, but God gave it to you. What you need is, marahal siguro dapat tricycle lang sa'yo. <laughs> Baligyan ka na nga ni Lord ng abansa, dapat magpasalamat ka. It is our duty to pray, it is God's duty to answer in His own terms. Hindi natin kailangan mamili, Lord, gusto ko ganito ang sagot mo. Dahil kung sumagot si Lord, si Lord ang bahala doon, hindi tayo. Amen. You will not rejoice with what you have and you will not rejoice with the success and the blessings of others if you have the spirit of envy. Mayroong pong panganib yan. Ano ko yung mga panganib na yun? Dahil sa sobrang ingit mo, pwede kang gumawa ng masama laban sa kapwa mo. Katulad ng ginawa ni Cain kay Abel. Di ba pinatay niya yung sarili niyang kapatid? Isa pa, people with the spirit of envy will not operate in love but in selfishness. Lagi siyang lukro, kailangan lamang ako sa kanya. Eh yung isang taong walang inggit, simple lang, nakarelax lang, nakakatulog. Pero yung isang taong may inggit, laging humahanap ng paraan kung paano siya makakaisa, kung paano siya makakalamang. At hindi niya, he will not certainly operate in love. Those with the, with the spirit of envy will live in competition and criticism. Lagi silang namimintas. Lagi nakikipag-compete. My spirit of competition. I need to be better than them all. Takaka-pressure yun. Tama ho ba? Instead, you are just giving your best simply because you want to give your best to God kaysa yung ikaw ay nakikipag-compete. Now, sabi po ng James 3.16, For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. Nakakapasok ng disorder at every evil practice. Sabi ng Philippians 2.17, But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering, Paul was talking here, But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. Now, ito na po si Paul. Okay? Si Paul, dumadanas ng persecution. Yung sinasabi niyang, I am being poured out like a drink offering, dahil yung buhay niya was always at stake sa lahat ng misyon na kanyang pinupuntaan. Misan na dyan na nagkaroon, nagkaroon siya ng shipwreck, nagkaroon siya ng hinuli siya, nilatigo siya, ikinulong siya. Nandiyan dyan na grabe ang persecution sa kanya at accusation sa kanya. Pero he was not seeking attention for himself. Ang sabi pa niya, nagre-rejoice siya doon sa iba na mas mabuti ang kalagayan kaysa sa kanya. Because kaya nga siya nagpapagal dahil sa salita ng Panginoon at natutuwa siya na yung kanyang mga tinuruan ay nagkakaroon ng progress sa kanilang pananampalataya sa Diyos. Now, ang question, sino ang higit na mas mapalad kung tutuusin sa sitwasyon? Yung mga tinuturuan niya kaysa sa kanya nagbabayad ang presyo. 
And yet Paul, hindi siya naiinggit, nagre-rejoice pa rin siya doon sa iba. If you have less right now, the secret for that to multiply is for, for that to multiply is for you to rejoice with those with more. Nasubukan niyo na bang pagkain kaibigan niyo may breakthrough kinongratulate niyo? Kahit na halimbawa naging valedictorian siya. Eh, ikaw ay salutatorian lang. Para hindi mo magawang congratulate. Dapat ako yun eh. You see, na may envy, hindi ka magiging masaya sa buhay mo. You're always looking to compete. Naroon lagi na sisiraan mo siya ang attention gusto mo lagi sa'yo. Let's get, get rid of any spirit of envy in our lives. Now, let's go back to the verse that we are reading. Sa verse 15 and 16 ng Matthew 20, sabi po rito, Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Sabi ng Master. And this talks about the sovereign prerogative of God. I am sovereign enough to determine what you need and what I will give. Maring alam ng master na yung isang tao na nagtrabaho lang ng isang oras, marahil yung kanyang anak ay mayroong sakit na nangangailangan siya ng malaking halaga para ipambili ng gamot. Mari yung iba, wala namang ganoon sa ganong situation. Andiyan po ba kayo? It's a matter of putting your trust on the sovereignty of God. Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first and the first last. The last will be first if they have the right attitude and the first will be last if they have the wrong attitude. We are not talking about salvation here. We are talking about the right attitude towards the grace of God. Do you believe that we all receive a measure of God's grace? The mere fact that you are still here alive and kicking, you receive the grace of God. Nagising ka kaninang umaga, kumain ka, nag-breakfast ka, at mamaya kakain ka na naman. You receive the grace from the Lord. And whatever you have accomplished, it's still a product of God's grace. God's generous grace makes us receive what we do not deserve. Because God is gracious, is generous in His grace, even though you don't, deserve it, God gives it to us still. Amen? Ganyan po ang ginawa ng Panginoon sa atin sa buhay natin. Hindi po tayo karapat dapat na iligtas. Sabi ng Romans 5.6, you see, at just the right time when we were still powerless. Ano ibig sabihin nun? When we were still sinners. When we were still powerless and we cannot save ourselves. We don't have the ability to be redeemed, to be saved. When we were still sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. While we were still ungodly, Christ died for us. We deserve to die, but God gave us something that we don't deserve. He gave us salvation and eternal life. Why? It's all because God is a generous God. Everything that we have, including our salvation, our eternal life, and everything that we have is just a product of God's generous grace. So when you look at the grace of God, don't see your worthiness. See the worthiness and the generosity of God. Amen? Today, God is giving you His grace. God is giving you the message of our reconciliation with God. We may not be worthy to be reconciled with God and have eternal salvation, but God is offering it to you. Christ already died 
Salvation is at hand. The question is, are you willing to receive it with thanksgiving, with humility, with joy in your heart? Can you just bow down your head right now? Sa bawat isa po na naririto, this may be your first time to come into this place. Or you may be coming into this place from quite some time, but you have not yet appreciated the grace of God in your life. Today, if you want to experience and understand more of God's grace, I, I'm going to challenge you. Why don't you receive Jesus Christ, the ultimate grace of God in us? Jesus is the grace of God personified. We don't deserve Jesus, but the Father gave Him to us. Will you receive Jesus with humility? Will you receive Jesus rejoicing? Will you receive Jesus Christ in your heart today? As our head bow down, eyes close. Those who would like to receive Jesus and experience the grace of God, wherever you are seated, don't mind the person beside you. Can I just ask you to just lift up your hands and I'm going to lead you in prayer. Wherever you're seated, don't mind the person beside you. This is your decision. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that hand. The Lord can see you well. Just lift up your hands. The Lord can see you. This is the moment. Capture this moment. Yes, thank you. Thank you for those hands. God is knocking at the door of your heart. When you hear His voice, do not harden your heart. This is the moment. This is the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. Last call. Lahat po ng nais magbigay ng kanilang puso at buhay sa Panginoon. Can you just lift up your hands boldly? Yes, thank you. Sa lahat po ng nagtaas ng kamay, with all humility of your heart, appreciating the grace of God, would you please stand up? Come on, stand up. I'll pray for you. Can you just lift up your hands like this as a sign that you are submitting yourself to the grace of God, to the Lordship of Jesus? Can you just repeat after me in this prayer? Panginoong Yesus, salamat sa iyong kabutihan sa buhay ko. Sige po, sumabay po kayo sa prayer na ito. Inaalay ko sa iyo ang aking puso, ang aking buhay. Pumasok ka sa akin, tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Ako'y nananampalataya, ikaw ay namatay sa krus, nabuhay na muli, upang ako'y bigyan ng kaligtasan. Simula ngayong oras na ito, tinatanggap ko ang mayaman mong biyaya. Ikaw na ang Diyos, Panginoon, ng buong buhay ko. Salamat, Panginoong Yesus, salamat sa iyong pag-ibig, sa buhay na walang hanggan, sa karapatan maging anak ng Diyos. Praise God. Ako na lang ang pumananalangin. Lord, bless these people. Salamat sa kanilang buhay. And we want to join our hands together, Lord God. Even as we pray for them, you will touch them in a very special way.